pee your pants. That's all I have to say about it. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. It is a beautiful morning and hopefully you actually didn't pee your pants. I'm going through, we're going through potty training, at least right now. So maybe that's why it's on my mind. But I want to start talking about some reverse Jedi mind tricks. What is a reverse Jedi mind trick? It's a, it's a mind trick we play on ourselves to get us to do something. And this came up with a, a conversation. Well, should I tell the story? Of the con- I'll, I'll tell the conversation second. I'll tell the story first that brought this to mind. Now, well, the conversation brought this to mind, but the story is what matters. Now, back to peeing your pants. I remember probably the most, one of the single most embarrassing moments of my life was in first grade. So, so embarrassing. I remember sitting in class and I had, I went to a, let me paint you a picture. I went to a very, very old school. My, I remember talking to my wife about this and we would talk about like the stuff we learned in elementary school. And she learned all these songs I had no idea about. And I was like, I have these these songs that we learned. Uh, if you give your brother a dime, um, I got an apple, you know, plant an apple tree or whatever, like all these songs. And she's like, Cody, those songs are from the 1930s and 1920s. I was like, well, that's what we learned in school, you know? And I went to a very, my teachers were from a different generation. Let's just put that from what my typical peers would have been if they went to a school in a more cosmopolitan area. We were literally surrounded by farm fields and it was a very rural school, very strict. And I remember like multiple times thinking, man, I really got to go to the bathroom. The teacher would be like, Cody, wait, Cody, wait, and peeing my pants multiple times. And it got bad enough. My, my mom came to the school and was like, and I was like, mom, 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 don't tell the teacher. Do not tell the teacher about peeing my pants. It's really embarrassing. This is a little first grade Cody. And it's actually almost a little embarrassing telling you about this story. But anyway, the te- my mom's like, I got to tell her because I'm sick of dealing with you peeing your pants. I was like, okay, if you, if you tell her to promise not to tell the classroom. She's like, she would never tell all the classroom. I was like, okay. So my mom talks to the teacher separately. And the next day I go up to class and I'm just nervous because I, I know what's going to happen. I know she's going to talk about peeing pants. My, my teacher gets up there and she's, she's been in education for decades. So like so long. And she says, class, I want to address something. If one of you really needs to go to the bathroom, you need to make sure and tell me. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, lady, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I tell you all the time, I have to go pee and you never listen. And then she go, and then my worst nightmare comes true. She goes, and Cody, if you need to pee, that means you. And I like every, oh man, every eye, all my peers were on, their eyes were on me like, Cody's 
the bedwetter. And I'm sure they already knew that I pee my pants. It's not like I could hide it, right? But now I knew that everybody knew. And the shame of that, oh, it burned so bad. And anyway, I remember the... I didn't pee my pants anytime after that, by the way. The... Probably because... I think it's because the teacher actually let us out. But... Which another a funny conversation about that, which is separate than the conversation I'm going to tell you is I think it was in high school and I was telling this story, like somehow got up the gumption to tell it in high school. And my friend looked at me and he got like really embarrassed and he goes, was it so-and-so? And I was like, yeah, that was, she's like, I pee, he's like, I pee my pants too. And then another person that was in a different class or a different, like a different age was like, I did too. And I was like, what? You guys are all bed where you're all peach pants in class two they're like yeah she never let anybody out she everybody always pee everybody like everybody peed their pants in her class because she would always hold kids and i was like oh my goodness so it was just these obedient kids that were trying to you know like obviously i have some some serious uh internal issues i gotta get over here still <laughs> I'm not, i hold a grudge still i need to get, i need to get that forgiveness going but uh it, everybody had the same problem and i thought man that's like so funny that I, I felt so embarrassed, but probably like a good chunk of the class I was in had the same problem because she just never let anybody else to go out to the bathroom only during certain times. And I get it. She was trying to train us or whatever, but it's still so embarrassing. So why did this conversation come up? I was with uh, another executive and we were talking about the Dale Carnegie training system. And I kind of laughed and he, he said he'd gone through it. And I kind of laughed. And I said, how was it? And he's like, you know about it, don't you? I said, yeah, I know a little bit. I've never done it. He goes, and some other people in the conversation were, didn't know about it. And so he explains. So Dale Carnegie's system, if you go to their sales or leadership training system, they, they do really funny things. For example, they have, if, if they have you prepare this really long speech and they, they, you come up to the front of the class and they say, before you give that scree- that speech, you need to scream like a madman. Just scream as crazy as you can. They're like, are you serious? Like, yeah, just scream as crazy as you can. And so you scream as crazy as you can. And then you give the speech. Or another one is they, they this is the one he said, they lined the, the men on one side of the room and the women on the other side of the room. And they created a, run, a runway down the middle. And you had the, you had the walk down the runway like a, like a fashion model. And the, the point of that is, is if you can do something really, really embarrassing in front of all these people you don't know and they're your peers, then anything else, you have courage to do that thing. And I actually, when I went to a Tony Robbins seminar, we actually did something like this. And he says, you know, pick a bad habit and put that bad habit in your, in your mind. And then, and this is like in the, I, I'm kind of jumping mid thing here, but you're, this is like day three. So you're in a pretty, pretty intense session and you're already like really into it. But you, you, so you're, he's like, okay, who wants to get rid of your bad habits? And you're like, I don't want to get it. Cause you're all pumped up. And it's like, I want to get rid of, I want to get rid of my bad habits. He's like, okay, take your finger put it right out in front of you. And you're like, Oh, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? And then he starts, he's like, swing it around as fast as you can. Just swing your arm around fast as you can. He's here swinging your arm around like big white circles. Then he says, stick that finger right up in your nose as far as it goes and say that bad habit. And it's funny. Cause like half of the audience is afraid to pick their nose. Right. And so there's like 10,000 people in there and probably like 6,000 of them, 5,000, like got their finger up their nose. And they're screaming out their bad habit. And the other like 4,000 or 5,000, whatever, how many, are 
looking around like, is anybody really watching me? It's so funny because you have like Tony up there and he's like got the, and I'm sure he purposely does this. Like the camera pans in right to his finger, like right up his nose. And it's like so disgusting. And then you you look down, there's like all these like really famous people down on the floor and uh, in this little, one little corner and they're doing it too. But the little people, the people that act like it's still in high school and like all their friends are going to judge them, don't do it. It's really interesting. So why pee your pants? Why am I talking about pee your pants? Guys, so many times we have things that are we think are embarrassing to others around us. And that that perceived shame prevents us from doing things that would otherwise help progress us personally and professionally. And we just sit in this world like everybody's going to judge me. And guess what? Everyone probably will judge you. But guess what? It's also better for them to know you and judge you than to not know you at all. Being judged and known is a way better feeling than being not known at all. I guess for some people it's not if you're super hyper introverted, but I'm hyper, hyper, hyper introverted. It's not easy for me to get a podcast out there and send it to the world. But I understand that as long, even though I have to share embarrassing moments like me wetting the bed, you know, it's, or not wetting the bed. I guess I did it when I was a kid too, but me, when I was a kid, peeing my pants in front of all the kids that's embarrassing to share that story. It's not easy. Even like after these years, these decades, <laughs> but it taught me an important lesson. If I can endure the shame and the bullying <laughs> from those first grade years, you know, if someone's like, if someone out there in the adult world takes time to try to publicly embarrass me, or I feel bad because I stutter or I speak too fast or I say ums on my recordings in the public, it's actually not that embarrassing. I can get over it. I can get over myself. And in the hope that I'm providing something of value, and I want you to look at your own life and think about, man, what am I embarrassed about? What am I holding back? Because I think someone's going to judge me, or I'm worried about someone else's opinion, right? That thing, get over it. And if you need to think back to a time that was really, really, really embarrassing, then think back to a time. If you don't have any times that are really, really embarrassing, you're not putting yourself out there enough. You like public shame and embarrassment is a, is a masterful teacher. <laughs> not one we seek out. It is not a teacher we seek out by any means, but it is a masterful teacher. And if you look at a lot of people, people that have been publicly shamed, but have gotten over it. There's a power in their lives. I was just reading a book by Ray Dalio and he talks about in, I think it was in the eighties. He, he said there was a, a financial crisis coming. He felt like it was coming and he was very published and public about it. And it was, and it never came. And it was so bad that backlash, he almost lost his business. Like there was not only was it publicly embarrassing, but there was like real world consequences and he almost lost his business. And he actually had to go back to working. So like he lost all his employees. He did lose all his employees to go back to work, working solo. And I'm sure that was really embarrassing for him. And he could have settled and he could have just went back. And he says that he says, I, I was so scared to put myself out there again. I could have not done what I did, but I felt that I still had a message and a passion to share and, and value to bring. So I started my own company from, from ground zero again and started to build it. And now He's got one of the most successful hedge fund firms ever, right? 
And that's, 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 that's an important lesson that we have all, we all have public shame, but some of us live like those girls in my Tony Robbins event. They live in high school still where they think other people are judging them. But the people that don't, we get out of high school. We're confident in ourselves. We understand there's going to be public shame, but we get past it. And guess what? Everybody else does too. And we move on, especially for the people that continue to produce results. It's okay. I, I, if, 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 if you need one fan, just call me and be like, Cody, I need a fan. I need to help get over this embarrassment. Like I have, I have your back. Okay. The, we're, I, we could be part of the nerdy group that was, that was shamed in high school or, or elementary school. And we band together and change the world. Guess what? There's people like that, like Bill Gates that are doing amazing things. So you're, you're part of a pretty good, pretty good group. Don't feel too bad. So that's my message for today. Don't be afraid to pee your pants. And if this message spoke to you, please share it. If there's, if there's someone in your life that you know that has an amazing message that needs some confidence to get out there, <laughs> share it. I'm sure the title alone is going to get them to look at it, but please subscribe. Appreciate all you out there. Appreciate the shout outs. And we'll talk to you this, the rest of this week. Excited for the conversation.